Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met... Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than important, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, 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 hello, my friends. It is another episode of GDP Radio Live right here from the beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, GDP Radio Megaplex downtown. And this morning when I came into work here at the GDP Radio Megaplex, I tried the front door. Front door was closed. But luckily... I have been mastering black magic, so I levitated myself all the way up to the top floor of the top part of the top building of the top of the DDP Radio Megaplex. I climbed that tower, shot laser beams through my eyes, hit the bat signal that calls Crystal Stewart into the studio. That studio lit up. She ran out into the snow, forgot her shoes, had to go back in, came back out with her boots on because she has like three feet of snow in Canada. She rushed to the studio, the Canadian DDP radio studio, turned the lights on, shoveled the driveway, and here she is live for another episode of DDP radio right here at ddpradio.com. Crystal, how are you? I'm freezing. <laughs> Somebody said <send> heat. <laughs> well, if that intro wasn't heat to melt all the snow around there, I don't know what is. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of snow. We got like a foot and a half of snow in one third dump. Oh man. Well, you know, I I am as you know, I'm originally from New England, so we're we're right over the border yep. uh, where you were. We used to get a lot of uh, the snow in the same uh, same area as you. And I went back up a couple months ago to visit home, and my winter just callous just is completely gone. I have no sense of <laughs> – yeah, I, I went up there. It was 50 degrees, and I was like, man, I was wearing a sweater, sniffling, and drinking tea the whole time, being such a baby. And my mom is out there in shorts because it's basically summer in New England, 50 degrees. Ask me what the temperature is here. Please, please, please. <laughs> oh, man. What's the temperature? Minus 11. <laughs> oh, I can't. I, I'm going to hang up right now. I don't need that negativity. <laughs> well, well, good thing that we're bringing fire here on GDP Radio as usual. It is Wednesday night. And, Crystal, I know that you worked so hard going into the GDPY community, picking out some winners, picking out some great stories, picking out some people that are inspiring the GDPY universe. And the great thing about this show is – you know, you go in and, and, and kind of pick guests, but we really get the guests from the DDPY, you know, family, the, the, the universe, if you will. People come up and they're like, hey, this guy right here is crushing it, or this girl right here is crushing yep. it. People tell you 
what's going on, and you go check into it, and you bring us some inspiring stories. And from what I understand, today is going to be no different. So without any further ado, I'd love for you to tell us who our DDPY Warrior of the Week is this week. Yeah, absolutely. So this week's warrior um, is he is just a part of amazing company. He's an amazing person. And I have read his story because, you know, I've done my homework. But um, I'm not going to ruin it for everyone, but I really can't wait for you to hear it. So please welcome my friend, um, Joseph Poshner, to the show. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Hey, you? Joseph. What's going on, man? I'm doing good. And by the way, I loved your intro for Crystal. <laughs> I, I, oh. do, I, do, I do have to say I feel kind of bad, though, because I'm sitting here in Arizona, and it's like 55 degrees. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And that, that's, Fahrenheit, that's, fair. not, that's Fahrenheit. That's not Celsius, so. Yeah, well, I'm minus 11 Celsius. And what would that be Fahrenheit, do you know? Because I don't know how to convert that. Cold. Yeah, well, we know that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think that's – is that a scientific measurement, uh, Crystal? Um, It is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're excited to have you here, Joseph. Uh, it's going to be a fun show, an interesting episode. We're looking forward to chatting with you. And we always – you know, we always kind of call it in the ring, call it in the fly. But the one starting point we have, and then we take it from there, is every DDPY warrior, every superhero, every warrior has an origin story. What is your origin story? What brought you to DDPY uh, and got you all the way here to uh, DDP Radio telling your story? Okay, well, this is I, I have to go back. I'm not going to say how old I am yet. I will by the end of this. Um, so when I was 18 months old, I had an accident and I cracked my head open. I was in a coma for three months. Doctor said very slim chance of survival and I'm now 44 years old I've been into fitness my whole life pretty much Um, kind of active but as I got older you know because of my disability my right side is weaker than my left side my left leg is longer than my right leg which means I walk with a limp and that limp caused my Achilles tendon to get tight to the point of where for some things I do use a wheelchair. I do have a a motorized wheelchair. Um, And, you know, it, it was at this point that I just said, you know, I'm, and at this time I was 43, So I said, I'm 43 years old. This is not how it ends. And um, my fiance Jennifer, found DDPY Yoga on the Internet. I had known about it for a while because I'm a huge wrestling fan. I was a big fan of DDP. And I just, I, I, I never pulled the trigger. And then when Jen brought it to me, I looked at it and I said, oh, it might be something, it might be something 
worth doing. So I downloaded the app. I got the free. I got. The, I had the free trial, and I used it. I didn't really use it a lot. And uh, you know, I mean, it's just it's. I, I don't want to spoil everything for in the first two minutes of the show, but you know, I mean, it's done me a world of good. I am walking again. I do, I mean, I'm not walking great. I can't run. I'm not going to run a marathon yet. But you know, it's something that. I do every day, and I do it multiple times a day. I usually do a workout when I when I wake up in the morning, and then like later on. And I'll, I mean, I'll do it during my lunch at school because I'm a I'm a teacher. So when I'm at lunch or I'm on prep, I'll fit a workout in if I have to. But it's 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 you know I mean it wasn't the end for me, and I just I needed to take the action to get back to where I want to be. So, you know, obviously, you know, having that accident from the get-go, you know, you you started off basically, you probably don't have any uh, memories pre-accident, you know, 18 months is pretty young. You know, that's always, you know, a pretty surefire excuse for you to, you know, kind of, stay where you're at like no one's going to argue with the fact that like you know oh he's got a limp why doesn't he go work out well he had this head injury that's the easiest excuse in the world to not work out but you decided to you know grab the bull by the horns here and try to change your situation and then it took a you know a little while for you to get there and to embrace it but once you started the workout first off in your condition how did you how was starting out? What limitations did you have? What kind of uh, moderation, uh, modifications did you need to make? And going forward, how well did those, you know, come along, along the way? Okay, so when, when I when I started, I started out on the um, bed to chair pro. I I started out on the chair to standing program. I'm sorry, not the bed. I didn't start on the bed. So I, I was pretty good on the bed. I really didn't have to modify sitting. Um, I am now one, I am now, what is today? Today is Wednesday. So I am four days away from completing intermediate. So as I've upped the program, I do the best I can. Like I, I, I do not get on the floor. I do not get on the floor. I don't lunge with one knee on the floor but as I'm going through each workout, I just modify if I have to. If I have a lot of times, like when DDP is on all fours, I I'll sit in a chair and I'll ju- and I will, you know, mimic the movements to make sure that I'm getting the movements down. And you know, I'm that, that's just what I I just, you know, it's like nothing's going to stop me. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to be the best at it but I'm going to be the best that I can be at it I think that's really amazing because you know what there's so many people that say I don't know how many times I've heard someone say to me but I can't do it and when I was researching you um, that was very evident that you know what you may not be able to do it like everybody else but you know what you're doing an 
incredible job at just doing something that serves you. And that is making it your own, and that's wonderful. And you, and you know, Crystal, that I, I, I seriously think that's my favorite thing in the world is when somebody tells me I can't do something. Yep. Because that's just going to make me even more want to just prove them wrong. Yeah, you and, and I are talking about And it's, it's, it's not like I'm going to go out there and do it, and, you know, like, nana, like nanny, nanny, boo-boo, I told you I could do it. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to throw it back in their face, but I'm going to do it just to show that I can do it. Yep. And this is what makes you and I cut from the same cloth. Hey, you, how long have you been doing DDPY now, and uh, what kind of uh, progress has you made, have you made? Has it been uh, weight loss or flexibility or strength, or what has your, been your biggest uh, improvement since you started? Okay, so November 27th was my year anniversary. I started on the 27th of 2020. Um, no days off. I have not had a day off since November 26th, 2020. Uh, when I started, I was 300 pounds. I'm now down to 255. I'm losing, inch, I'm losing inches. You know, I mean, some areas are tougher than other. I am losing a little bit. My stomach is getting firmer. My chest is getting flatter. Um, you know, and I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm more flexible than I have been in a very long time. Wow, that's incredible! Congratulations, man! Like that's huge. Thank you. Wow, you know, I I saw uh, photos and and I I assumed by looking at your photos that you're one of those guys that wasn't really big that started it because you look like you you know an average you know guy. I didn't realize you would you would reach three bills. That's that's incredible, man. That's yeah. that's amazing. That's probably about the third time. It's probably about the third or fourth time I've hit that plateau, and I hope to never be there again. Oh wow, that's that's awesome. And you know what? What is your? Uh, did you say your wife or, uh, or girlfriend? Fiance. 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 That's right. Sorry. Now, what does she think about all this? Did Did she? How long has have you guys been together? And did she know you and things were really hard and really tough? And what does she think about your transformation? And how has she been? Uh, has she been there for you guys, kind of doing this together? Um, she's very supportive. We do work in two different. Fields, like I said, I'm in education. She is a manager at a restaurant, so she is a lot busier. So she is doing the program, but she's not as uh, committed as I am right now because she is really tired when she gets home from work, and she's just she's trying to figure it out. But she is, you know, I mean, she's very proud. She's she loves seeing the progress. And, um, I, you know, she definitely wants to try to uh, make the program more a part of her life in the new year. Well, the fact that she's behind you and you guys are just, you know, standing strong together, that's, that's, act, that's participation and activity in itself. Like, it's, it's so crucial when you're trying to do this and really just go in all in on it that you have a, a spouse or a significant other 
who's just there for you, standing by you and really just helping you with your progress. So even if she can't commit to it all the time, like the restaurant industry is brutal. Like I know how busy and hard it is. And sometimes yeah. when you get home, you're just crashing out. But the the fact that she's behind you, that's a, that's a huge deal. And you're a lucky man because some people aren't so lucky, you know, it's really yep. good to have a good woman in your corner to help you, you know, get through it. So good for you, man. And, you know, so a year, you're doing this a year, you've, you've had all this progress. Now, what is, uh, you know, anything going forward? Obviously, you've hit some big milestones, but going forward, do you see yourself really trying to shoot for any kind of long-term goals, or is there anything in your in your, in your your future that you're, uh, you know, just aiming for, planning for, goals? Well, you know, as of right now, I've started doing um, CrossFit twice a week. And it's adaptive CrossFit, so it's not like, Cross, it's not CrossFit for regular people. It's CrossFit doing it my way, which I have a coach who helps me. Um, and, you know, that's even pushing my body even – that's even pushing my body further than ever I thought I would ever be able to push it. I mean, I've done stuff in there, and I credit DDPY with that. Just that I mean – my coach the other day had me doing a one-legged squat. It was a modified one-legged squat. I started from the sitting position, but it was still a one-legged squat. And it's like it's one of those things where you say, I'm never going to be able to do this. And then, you know, you sit there and prove yourself wrong. I've done that many a times in my life. I think oh, that's, that's super that's rewarding. Awesome. What was that, Crystal? I think that's really rewarding that you're able to recognize that and celebrate the win because it is a win. No matter how, you know, anyone else takes it, it's a win. And I'm so proud of you. Well, and, and you know, and I, and I mean, I don't mean to sound like a, are we allowed to cuss on the radio or no? Yes, of course you are. Okay. Oh, I, please I, do. I, I, don't, I don't mean to sound like a bitch, um, but, I really don't care what people think of me. I'm doing what I have to do to get myself better. Yeah. And there's nothing better. I, I love it. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the game of the game there. Sometimes, like, you know, you don't need other opinions. You're doing things right. The weight's coming off. You're getting healthy. So, obviously, what you're doing is working. And DDP is the first one to say that DDPY can be a great standalone workout, but it also can be a great an accompaniment to other workouts and, and help you in, in those areas too. So I love to hear the perspective of people who are doing multiple things because that's what this program is all about, doing it your own way, you know, make it, make yep. it your way. And uh, obviously you're feeling comfortable to branch out into other areas, and I think that's pretty special. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean – I mean, and make no mistake about it, the 55 pounds that I've lost, that was all due to DDPY. That was all due to DDPY. And, I mean, but, you know, I I like to be active. I don't like to be motionless. I don't like to just be sitting there twiddling my thumbs. I want to be doing something be it physical, like a workout, be it doing something on a computer, be it playing a game. I want to be doing something. And, I love, and you know, I love that. I mean, a lot of DDP's workouts, 
are in that 20 to 30 minute range, which when I'm at work and, you know, during my prep or lunch period, I have 30 to 35 minutes, 40 minutes where I can get a workout in. And I, you know, I mean, it, it makes you feel so good. It makes you feel so good. You have your energy and, you know, why wouldn't you do it? Right. And I mean, this is one of the things. So downstairs in the dungeon here, um, I have a quote. And one of them is, is today, are you deciding to be a human being or a human doing? <laughs> and it's funny because the spaces that I work out at in my house, I call them the dungeon. Yeah, I live in Canada, so we have the Hart family here. Oh, so, of course, yeah. yeah, you have the famous yep. dungeon. Yep, you the have Hart the family. famous dungeon. <laughs> and and uh, I, I always have to clarify for non-wrestling fans, Crystal doesn't actually have a dungeon with people chained up in the bottom of her basement or anything like that. No, no. <laughs> hey, people, no. people listening for the first time who's uh, – She's not a wrestling fan. Oh, my God, this crystal. She sounds so nice. She's a monster. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, I mean, obviously that's universal language in Canada, so we don't need to qual- uh, you know, qualify it with a, an explanation in Canada because the heart dungeon is like sacred grounds. True story. Exactly. <laughs> no, I love it. So, you know, you're a wrestling fan, obviously. You grew up watching DDP, or were you kind of an older fan? Or um, I've been watching wrestling since I was about nine years old. So I started off with Hogan, Macho Man, the Hart Foundation, the Rockers, Demolition, the Bushwhackers. I started off with that, and I've really just never left. <laughs> nice. Uh, now, you you said you weren't originally from Arizona. Whereabouts are you from originally? I am originally from Youngstown, Ohio, which is about halfway between Cleveland, Ohio, and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Awesome. Huh. Did, did you guys have a, a local promotion out there, or was it kind of WWF town? No, you know what? We just had um, the college, YSU, Youngstown State University in town would always bring in um, WWF, so it was mostly WWF at first. Then, then uh, w, yeah, WCW never really came there. There were a couple local promotions, but not too many. It was basically just WWF, which is probably why I'm such a fan of them. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, you know, I always say that, you know, when, when we first started doing this DDPY thing, when I first, you know, came in here about like 11, almost like 10 years ago now, um, the majority of our uh, clients and all the people buying the program was wrestling fans. And it's crazy because now when I talk to people on DDP radio, there's so many people that don't even know DDP from wrestling. They just like, oh, I know yeah. he's a wrestler, but I've never seen him. It's crazy how the ratio has shifted, but it's always fun to find somebody who is a wrestling fan because – you know, when doing DDPY, you know, the yoga, the word yoga, you know, scares some people away. But there's no yeah. way that you can't listen to Diamond Dallas Page tell you to doing DDP yoga. 
and uh, and feel any kind of uh, you know weirdness about it because you grew up watching this guy, and I think that's what first uh, the message stuck with me is I'm willing to listen to Diamond Dallas Page. I know Diamond Dallas Page. I know that voice, and that's what kind of got me hooked from the beginning. It was a lot. Uh, you had a connection instantly, and wrestling fan connections with wrestlers goes deep, and I think that really helped a lot of people kind of stick with it. Oh yeah, and I mean you know just. Looking at all the videos, I mean, you look at uh, Arthur, you look at Christina. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and, you know, and the thing that I, I, I really like how he he really emphasizes to make it your own. Mm-hmm. So he's giving you, like, a blueprint. And then you have to take that blueprint and make it fit to you. And I really like how he does that. It, it's so true. You know, he always says anyone can do this workout. And when you hear that, sometimes you, you know, you'll see that on an infomercial or somewhere. You're like, oh, yeah, anyone can do this workout. But when you look at the people doing DDPY, anyone can do this workout. We have the 600-pound the people. We have 150-pound people. We have people with disabilities. We have people in wheelchairs. We have people with all kinds of stuff going on from all different walks of life. And if you look far enough, everyone's doing this program from the elite athlete to somebody just starting out who's probably never even done a, you know, a workout. Yep. It's, it's, yeah, I can't think of any other you know workouts that – somebody who's a professional athlete can work out at the same pace as somebody who's 400 pounds, but we've seen that. Like we've seen that regularly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So it is, it's all inclusive and I love it. When I was in Georgia um, for the summit, uh, Drew McIntyre was there as I think it was him. And um, it was really funny because I thought, Here's this big guy, and, I mean, he is in such great shape. I mean, how is he going to do this? And you know what? I'm telling you, he worked up just as much of a sweat as someone who was in there for the first time. It was so great. Yeah, and, and, uh, and I mean, that just, that, that just shows you commitment because, I mean, they're, they're, the people are committing to bettering their life. And that's yeah. what we all need to do, um, you know. And I mean, it's not just all about the workouts. It's about eating too. It's about getting rid of the junk and everything, which is really hard sometimes. Yep. But, but you know, I mean, even Drew McIntyre or Shawn Michaels or Chris Jericho. Other, yeah, Chris Jericho. You know, and I mean. They and I mean, look at Jer- Jericho's flipping fifty years old, <laughs> and I mean, he doesn't seem like he ages at all. I, I, I find it funny every time I look every time I look at him, and I mean, he's still going, and you know, I I bet you he's because I mean, just like me, there are certain days, there are certain times during the day when I'm around the schoolyard. Just you know, maybe maybe I'm using the restroom, or something, or maybe I'm at my mailbox, and you know I just I just throw up a diamond cutter. Yep. Or I do some um, walking the dog, 
or the calf raisers. You know, it's just, you know you 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 incorporate it, and when you feel as good as you do, it's gonna make you not want to stop. So I have a question for you, Joseph. What would new Joseph say to old Joseph? What would the what would the new me tell the old me? Yep. Life is super hard. It really doesn't get easier, but it's up to you to make it easier. And you going the way you're going right now, talking to the three hundred pound me is not going to make it easier. Get off your ass and do the work. That's awesome. And you, and you see, and, and and that's where, honestly, I think I am a oddball. Because, like, I'm in the DDP yoga group on Facebook and everything, and, you know, I, I, I always see a lot of, you know, how do you do this? How do you do this? How do you, how do you stay motivated? And I'm, I and I and I and I don't answer those questions, not because I don't want to, but because, honestly, if I answer it, I'm gonna sound like I'm being a prick. The reason I say that is because for me, it's just something I do. Right. It's just, it's just like me having to get up in the morning and go to work. DDPY or, or my workout, whatever workout I'm doing for that day, is a non-negotiable. I can't miss it. I, I'm not going to call out a work. I'm not going to call off a work. I'm not going. To, it's just ingrained. I just get up, and I may procrastinate for four hours. But let me tell you, I have done that before where I was procrastinating. I said, you know what, I'm going to take a day off. And by the end of the night, guess what? I was doing my workout because I felt bad. So, you know, it's just something that I've ingrained that, you know, and a lot of times, like, when I'm off, I won't even turn a TV on until my workout's done because that is one of my biggest detractors is TV. Sometimes I'll turn it, it becomes, on and watch it if I'm doing a longer workout because I've been doing some of Christina's hour-long workouts, and I mean they're killer. <laughs> <laughs> they are killer, I, but you know, I mean I, I get through them. And, and that's what you, you got to do. And you know, I've I've said this for for years. If you're relying on motivation to change your life, then you are shit out of luck. And I know everyone who comes into DDPY almost across the board, when you first have those first few weeks, you're buzzing. It's almost, it's new relationship. You know, it's that kind of buzz. You're excited. You got the butterflies. You can't get wait to get on the mat. I don't care who you are. Eventually those are going to wear off because it's just the mm-hmm. newness, familiarity, all this stuff. You know, you've got the best job in the world. After a year, it's still, it becomes a job because it's a job. So if right. you're waiting on those butterflies to get you through, you're never going to change long term. You've got to the, – the key to change is doing it when you're not motivated, when you don't want to do it, when you're not feeling the butterflies, but you do it anyways. That's a long-term change. And I tell yep. people – don't get wrapped up in the motivation. Don't get wrapped up in the newness and the freshness of it all because that's not the key to long-term success. And you seem to have really figured that out. 
that it's become a maintenance in your life, like brushing your teeth or showering, where it's just yeah, part of your life to make yourself, you know, run like efficiently. I don't, I don't, I don't let myself skip it. If I have to work out at midnight, I'm going to work out at midnight. There are days recently on the app that I've had, you know, three workouts in a day, and I've done my first workout of the day at midnight. Just because that was just because I just wanted to. I just wanted to do it. But, you know, I mean, and it's like, you know, and and another thing is, you know, you can't, like, along with the workouts, if you're going to start eating healthy and everything, it's like you can't just don't take away everything all at once. Don't eliminate all bad things all at once. Start slow. Maybe if you, like, if you, say, drink two glasses of soda a day, maybe cut that down to one glass of soda and one glass of carbonated water or something like or you know you know make the small changes because that's what's going to lead to the bigger gains and in, in setting yourself as for, up for success is part is a big part of it like you just said you know know yourself enough to know your pitfalls know your downfalls and i love how, how you you said that because a lot of people just Sometimes it's too hard to change the world in a, all at once. And some people can do it. Some people can flip that light switch. But most people and a lot of people set them up for failure. And if you're going for the long term, you've got to make sure this is doable. And it seems like you've got a really good grasp on, you know, what's good for you and what's not. And you're navigating it really well. And obviously you've seen some tremendous gains from it. Well, trying to navigate it very well, I mean – I do, I do screw up, but, you know, I mean, I try to, my whole thing is like moderation, you know, I mean, just like with with Thanksgiving, you know, I mean, instead of going on and stacking my plate, I had little portions and I put what I wanted on my plate and I ate what I had before I got more. And I mean, I didn't even eat that much, but. You know, I mean, I mean, I was full by the time I was done, but I wasn't overstuffed. I didn't have the turkey coma. I I was just wondering what you, you know you think of this. How much of your success in the program has been? How much has your mentality changed from where you were to where you are now? Well, before the program, I mean, like, I mean, I hadn't worked, you know, like I didn't work out for a while. I was sort of just going through the motions, and now it's like, you know, I mean, I'm working out two or three times a day, and, you know, and a lot of days I'm just beat. Like, I get up at 5.30 in the morning for work. Well, actually, I get up at 5.15 for work, and I'm at work till 3, sometimes 4, and, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm tired, but I got to do this. And, you know, when I get done, I mean, it's like I'm smiling. It's like I'm really glad I did this. Whereas before, I mean, I could go to work, go to the store, pick up a couple beers, pick up some candy or whatever, or, you know, gas station hot dogs, and just come home and watch TV. And, you know, just sit and do nothing. Yeah. It's so, hard. You know, obvi- 
with, with the changes that you made, what change are you most enjoying? Is there a certain thing you can do that you couldn't do before? Not just in the workout, but in life. Like, is there places you can go or things you can do? It's as simple as I can go up the stairs without being blown up or whatever. What is something in your life that's significantly better because of your changes? Honestly, just the way I feel. You know, I mean, I have the energy. Yes, I get tired. Yes, I get to the point where it's like, oh, my God, am I done yet? But I still have, but even when I get to that point, I know I'm going to go till the end of my day. And I know I have enough stamina, enough power, whatever you want to call it, to make it through to the end of my day. I'm I'm worn out. I've done a lot of work for the day. Or, you know, I've sat in front of a computer screen. I am a special ed teacher, so... My day is spent in front of a computer sometimes. But, you know, just being able to get through that day and when I lay down and put my head on my pillow at the end of the night and I know that I've earned the rest, the sleep that I'm about to have, that's what makes me happy. Yeah, and I mean, I think that there is, uh, you know, I think there's a satisfaction of knowing that you've put the effort in to your day and you haven't let it pass you by. And I think that's, you know, that's really important. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, I mean, unfortunately, I see a lot of people who just let the days pass by and they don't, you know, they don't care. Hmm. And that that's a shame. Because even when it's a bad day, there's still beauty in the world. True story. Absolutely. And, you know, you've been doing this a year now. Your body's changed. Obviously, the pandemic and everything like that has locked everyone inside. You know, um, probably haven't been able to experience as much like life as you'd hoped right now. But that being said, you know, is there anything in the future that's out side of your general world that you're, you know, wanting to conquer, wanting to go and do, like, any big events that you didn't think you'd be able to comfortably do or something in the future that you could really, uh, you know, look forward to that's uh, on the other side of the pandemic and the lockdowns and the COVID stuff? Uh, you know, I, I, mean, I, I guess my answer for that one is, Basically, what I want, what my goal is, is A, to get out of the wheelchair, but B, to get out of my wheelchair at work. And I do use my wheelchair at work pretty consistently because my school is very big, and I do go all over the school sometimes when I'm getting students. So I have to do that. And so my goal, what I want to do right now is be able to, to go to work and not have to rely on a wheelchair. That'd be huge. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty incredible goal. And you know, two years ago, did you see that goal in sight? Did you? No. Were you hopeless no. at the time, or did you think that like you're gonna that's your future, or did you always have faith that eventually, or hope that you'd eventually? you know, kick it into high gear and overcome, you know, your disabilities? 
No, no, no. I seriously thought that that was my future. I seriously thought that was my future, and I mean, at that point in time, I was okay with that. You know, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not okay. With, I'm not okay with that anymore. No, that's. I mean, that's, that's powerful. Cause that, that's a dark place to be. You know, when 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 you're down and out, you know, there's two places you can be. You can be of the the camp that. I'm down and out, but someday things are going to turn around. But when you're down and out and you're just, you just, you're accepted it and you have no fight left in you, that's a really hard thing to fight back from. And the fact that you fought back from that and you continue to fight back from that and found it in you to just find the reason and find the strength to do so internally before externally, like that's pretty impressive. And it's a pretty powerful statement. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I mean, you know, I mean, and see now, I mean, now knowing what I know and doing what I've done and everything, it's like, how come I didn't start this earlier? How come I didn't start this in 2018 or 2019? And again, that just goes back to, uh, that just tells you where I was. You, You know, there there's so many people in that predicament. The the idea of getting up and, and starting to fight back and, and doing these kind of things to better your, your health and your life, they seem daunting and hard and difficult and uncomfortable. But once you finally make that jump, you realize that you were so much more uncomfortable and don- it was so much harder to be in that funk and in that you know space than it was to fight out of it. And sometimes you wonder, like, I wish I had known that then because I've been spending a lot of time fighting to stay where I was at when it was just as, yeah. as, as easy or hard to, to fight back. And, you know, I mean, I mean a, perfect, a good example of that for me is I hate countdown timers when I'm working out. I can't stand them. I cannot watch a DDP video if it has a clock on it. And, you know, like I'll start a workout. Let's say I start Chair Force 3. It's like, and, you know, I'll, I'll just procrastinate and procrastinate. Uh, you know, it's only 23 minutes. But, you know, and eventually I get to the point of where it's 23 minutes. Get off your ass and get it done. And when you're in it, it does not seem like 23 minutes. No. I mean, Diamond Cutter 2.0 doesn't seem like 57 minutes. <laughs> At least to me, it doesn't. No. And it's, you know, and I and see that that's my mental block is the time. So when I'm doing the workout, like if it's a workout I have not done before, I will usually watch it the night before so I know the moves. Um. But when I am working out, my phone is not facing me because I'm not going to focus on that clock. The the huh. uh, whole di- the dichotomy, you know, uh, I always, you know, I'm the same way. You procrastinate your workouts. You pro- I procrastinate, not even procrastinate. I dread. I dread. I dread doing everything in my life. If I got to be somewhere the half hour beforehand, 
I don't want to go. I hate it. Even if it's the funnest thing in the world and something I've been looking forward to half hour beforehand, I don't want to be there. And then you get there and you realize, I don't know why I do this to myself. I'm having a blast. I do that with the show every single week for the for two hours before this. I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do it. I'm not feeling, I'm tired. And then I get there and I'm like, and you have a blast and I am inspired and every week that happens in my life. And it's one of those things that if I had my choice, I would, you know, not do anything and then I'd regret it. And then I, but you know, even the workouts, like I don't want to do them. I don't want to do them. And you start doing them and you're in, you enjoy them. They feel good. And you're like, why am I like that before I get on the mat? Because every time there's a payoff, but I guess that's just a, that's just a mental thing with a lot of people. And I know a lot of people, you know, deal with that too, but I don't and just, I'm, I'm, not just, I'm actually the same way, Mike. Um, if I make plans to do something, I usually dread it. And I usually, and I usually, by the time, by the time it gets there, it's like, do I really want to do this? I could just stay here and cuddle and watch TV or do whatever. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, it's one, it's one of those things that, you know, ruts weren't, you know, they weren't built for, to be furnished. They're just supposed to be built for a lesson, and a lot of people have furnished theirs. And wow, it's hard to dig yourself out of a rut. Yep. Of any kind. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I see that that goes that goes back to why like when I see those posts on DDP Yoga, I don't answer them because I don't want to seem insincere. Because because my my reply would be, do it. You know, but but it's easy for me to say, and I know that it's not easy for everybody to do. And I don't want to seem like I'm being rude or being an asshole, you know, and because I, I, I'm not. I mean, we're all in this together. I'm rooting for everyone. I'm not competing with anyone. I'm competing with myself. Yeah. I'm competing. I'm competing with myself from yesterday. But, you know, sometimes I just have to keep my mouth shut because I don't want to seem insincere to people. Because no, I don't know I what understand that. Because I don't know what they're going through. I don't know what they're facing. What they're facing, I'm sure, is definitely not what I'm facing. But I still don't know what they're facing. So I don't, you know. I mean, as much as it's important to be surrounded by like-minded people, Mike and I have had this conversation many a time that, you know, it's really important to have those like-minded people in your circle but it's also really important to have the people in your life that call bullshit. Yep. I call bullshit. Yep. Do you have somebody that will do that for you? Oh, yeah. I'll do that for yeah. myself. Yeah. And, I mean, you know what? Some people are just avoiding what they want to hear. They need to hear it that, you know, I came up with this thing from Georgia to Toronto, and it's, DDPY, it's not about the size of your ass. It's about getting your head out of it. And yep. honestly, you know, that's the biggest thing that you can give for yourself is you've been in a rut for so long. It's become furnishable and comfortable. And you need somebody to grab you and say, what the hell are you doing? Like, let's get on the mat. And yep. I mean, once you do it once, I mean, then you know what it feels like. I'm doing that with um, 
somebody right now, I'm not going to mention her name, but she she struggles a lot, and she's in the group, and so I'm trying to help her. And, you know, she when she gives me excuses, I'll sit there and I'll question her. I, I, I'm not, I don't do the, okay, yeah, well, you know, do it to me. It's like, you know, no, you need to get this done. You need to get out of your head. You need to yeah. get on the mat. Because a lot of yeah. times that, that's what it is, is it's all in your head. I can't do this bullshit. You know what? Modify. Who cares? Yeah, I modify, exactly. I'm, I modify almost every single move. I have done the entire intermediate program using a chair or using some kind of modification. You know what? Ask me how many fucks I give. Right? I mean, did the police come and take you away? No. <laughs> nope. I mean, it's perfectly okay. Yeah. You know, and you have to do what you can. And because you can't do a move doesn't mean you're never going to be able to do it. And the only way you're never going to be right. able to do it is if you never try to, pro- try to, pro- try to progress. I hear Arthur Borman in my head all over again. <laughs> you hear what? And Arthur, just because oh. I can't do it today doesn't mean I won't be able to do it. Exactly. And, and, yeah. And Joseph, you know, coming from someone like you who, you know, spends the majority of his workday in a wheelchair, I guess it's pretty hard for you to hear I can't do it from somebody. Oh, I laugh. I laugh. Cause they'll <laughs> tell me. And nobody's told me this, but they'll but they'll uh, they'll sit there and tell me you'll never be able to do this. And I'll sit there and I'll look at them and I'll be stone cold uh-huh. and, I'll be, and I'll just be like, watch me. Yep. <laughs> you know, we all have we all have moments where we're just you know, let's just call it what it is. You know, I don't want to. I don't. I can't. I don't want to right now. I don't feel like it. I'm being lazy. I'm being stubborn. What you know? What have you? Yep. You know, and you know sometimes. You, Sometimes people can get through to you. Sometimes you can't. But sometimes you have to just, you know, own the fact that I'm being lazy, I'm being stubborn, and I'm the one holding me back. Because when you're being held back by something or when you're struggling, the first thing we do as humans is trying to find a way to blame it on something or someone. And yep. I think there's, it's a really rare thing for somebody to own their and that's you know, usually their, when I tell the, And that's usually, that's usually when I tell the person to go look in the mirror. Yep, that's your yep. biggest accountability partner is looking at you in the mirror every and single I'll say day. That, and I'll say that to myself all the time. I'll say, dude, go look in the mirror. You're you're not hurting anybody and you're not hurting, helping anybody but you. Go yep. look in the mirror. Yeah, yep. I've said this a bunch of times on the show before, so if you're a regular listener, I apologize again. But, you know, they always say you can – you can fool everybody else, but you can't fool yourself. And I always said bullshit. I can do a great job fooling myself, which isn't entirely true. I can do a great job pretending to bullshit myself. I'm like three steps ahead. This is 3D chess over here. I know that I'm bullshit, but I've convinced myself that I'm not bullshit so that you'll mm-hmm. believe that I'm not bullshit. <laughs> it's, you know, one of those situations. <laughs> but, you know, if I look deep down, and it's, it's a pretty powerful place to be when you realize And most of us who are able-bodied human beings have the ability right now to change your life exponentially. And every day we don't take it. I have the power in my hands to make my life incredibly different and incredibly better. But it takes effort. So so many people don't want to 
do that. And I do that. And we all do that on a daily basis. But there's a lot of power in just ourselves to do whatever we want to do if we really just harness that and, and use it. 100% correct. Yep. I agree. Everything, everything that happens to us, we have power over. It's just a matter if we decide to harness it or not. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I think that's... I mean... I mean, you know, if if you're 300 pounds, you have two choices. You sit on your ass and you continue to gain weight where it's hard to do anything, or you get up and you bust your ass as much as you can and as hard as you can. And you know what? You don't have to go, like, you you don't have to go out and run a marathon to consider it a workout. You just don't have to do that. You... You know, do baby steps. You know, I mean, there are days that I do uh, DDPY bed bed flex. I've done bed flex one, two, and three. I love those workouts. They're great little stretches. They get your body, like if your body's tight in the morning or whatever, it's a great way to get it up. I know, Crystal, I know you're doing the bed flex series right now. Yeah, begrudgingly, but but I have to. Okay, but, but you know what? You're not sitting there not doing anything. You are doing something. Right, right. And, I mean, as much as it is a mental mental thing with me because I I distinctly remember everything that I used to be able to do to everything I'm doing now, and it's like comparing apples and oranges. I mean, it's, it's not my fault. I had to have surgery, but it is my fault. If I refuse to get off my ass and do something about it. Exactly. You're right. It's not your fault that you had to have surgery. I mean, you know, that stuff happens. But what would be your fault is if you sat there and said, oh, I had surgery, so, you know, I'm just going to be lazy. Yeah, no. I'm not going to do anything because, you know what, I just had surgery. I'm going to throw myself a pity party. No. And, And, Crystal, you know, yeah, apples and oranges are completely different fruits, but they taste just as good. So, keep, <laughs> you, the fact that the fact that you're eating oranges instead of apples, you're still eating oranges, and there's delicious mm-hmm. nutrition in those too. So, just a different kind. So, <laughs> that's uh, that's important to realize. You're you're doing something, and that's that's awesome. I can't that's believe we're already out of time. You, so, exactly. You know, they're they're, they're both healthy for you. So, absolutely. I'm more of an orange person myself, but I do I do enjoy the the occasional apple. <laughs> Oranges are delicious. <laughs> they are. Well, I can't believe the time went by so quickly. It was it was awesome to talk to you, and I appreciate you coming on here and, and telling your story. Uh, I'd love for you to come back to one of these days and give us an update. You know, down the line, see how you're doing, check back in, and see how things are progressing. But it was awesome to talk to you, man. I appreciate you coming on. Heck yeah, thank you. And uh, before I go, can I just can I can I give can I give a few shout outs? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it, man. I want to give a shout out to the winners of the 2021 Positively Unstoppable Challenge, and um, I'm going to destroy some of these names. I apologize in advance. Stephanie Trujillo Kelly, Maria Yanez Pacelier. Jeremy Landry, Patrick Sims, Brian Gray, and a special congratulations goes out 
to the 2021 Grand Champion, Brian Tan. Great job, guys. You guys all kicked ass, and I loved watching you, and I'll continue to watch you. Awesome. Absolutely. Hey, definitely, those sentiments are, are echoed here. Um, that's, that's awesome, man. Um, yeah, on a personal note, uh, real quick, I just wanted to, uh, to shout out that when I broke into the wrestling business back in the 90s, 2000s, I was one of Kowalski's guys in Kowalski's school and had all the Kowalski trainers there. And one of the guys who I worked with, Butcher Hughes, who was one of the most amazing, legendary New England guys from Kowalski's school, was one of my favorite people in the world. Worked with him quite a bit, and he passed away this week. So I just wanted to shout out to everyone in the wrestling business who, who was friends of Butcher. And if you know anything about wrestling in the, in the 80s and stuff, in, in the Al Tonko, the, that area of uh, Canada, he was a big star over there. And one of Kowalski's, uh, Killer Kowalski's right-hand guys, uh, forever, he had hands in Triple H and all that guy, all that stuff too. So, uh, Butcher Hughes was one of a kind, and I just I know a lot of people out there probably listening are, are familiar with him in the New England area and uh, in, involved in wrestling. So we lost a, a one of a kind character, and pretty much all of my most ridiculous wrestling stories all revolve around uh, Butcher Hughes. So uh, <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> so we'll, we'll we, we salute you, Kevin Kevin Hughes, one of a kind, but. Uh, Rest Pretty bummed peace. out to see him him go, but uh, we're gonna uh, go off here with a bang, Crystal. I know you definitely probably have a really good quote for us to to send off this week. <laughs> Your faith in me is incredible. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> um, so this week's quote, um, I picked it because I knew we were having Joseph on, so this is what came up. So to get the results you want. You don't have to be extreme. You just have to be consistent. Bingo. Perfect. Or you can be extreme. Right? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys so much. That was a blast. I appreciate you all. I appreciate you, uh, Joseph, for coming on. Crystal, uh, we'll see you guys soon. I think we're off next week. A scheduling change happened, and uh, we're going to be taking next week off. But we'll be back uh, sooner than later, and then we're going to, you know, head towards the new year in another year of kicking ass, taking names, taking ass, kicking names. I don't know. Uh, we'll see you guys <laughs> soon. DDP Radio live. Own it. Thank you guys for tuning in. It was a fun time. Thank we'll see you, you guys soon. Uh, it's December. Crystal, you better fall out. Yeah. You start thawing out now for two weeks from now. So maybe like a Christmas right? turkey, you'll be thawed by the time DDP Radio rolls around. <laughs> We'll see you guys soon. Thanks. Thanks, Thank Joseph. you. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! He's in the diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.